Welcome to the Guardians of Grace podcast. Relax, you have found the right place. We're here to serve. Join us, holding to pure grace. Again, relax, join in with us. Listen on, be blessed. Defenders of Grace. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Guardians of Grace podcast. My name's Bill, and I'm sitting here with my good buddy, Grace Guard Dog Steve. Hello, everybody. It's time for another podcast, another big dose of revelation, hopefully. Let's hear God speak today. (laughs) I'm into that. That's for sure. Before we started the podcast, I was kind of lamenting to Grace Guard Dog Steve about all the things that seem to befall us. Is that a word? I think it is. Okay. I think it is. It is to me. We're going with it then. Yeah. Things that they make you say, why? You ever say, like, why does it have to be so hard? Why does, why can't this just go smoother? No. <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> Guard dog Steve just lied. <laughs> well, maybe a little. Maybe okay. a little. I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> I was having one of those moments this morning. Just things that seem like easy answers, and then you you present your, okay, I got it. Got it figured out. This is the way it's going to go down. We're going to do this. We're going to do A, B, and C. And the party we're talking about is going to go, wow, that's brilliant. That'll work. And it just blew up. Mm-hmm. Something so simple just blew up. Yes. And it sent me into one of those, why? God, why? Why? Why does this have to be so hard? Why does it have? Why does nothing make sense? And and I was praying about it. And you know, like last week, we talked about reading the Psalms because David seems to have this grasp or understanding of who the I am is in the moment, living in as Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. Don't think about tomorrow or was that Fleetwood Mac no Fleetwood Mac said don't stop thinking about tomorrow That's funny. Jesus said take no thought yeah, about tomorrow. tomorrow Yeah. let's see I'm going with Jesus Jesus. we'll go with Jesus yes he said don't take thought about tomorrow what what you need to do what, you, what you're going to wear what, what food you're going to eat it actually says tomorrow has enough worries in it. Why compound today's worries with tomorrow's worries and then next week's worry? Who can who can bear up under that? No one. No one. Do you know what a blessing, what a gift that is? That all you really have to worry about is the now. Now. In the where moment. the I am is. Where the I am is. He's in the now. Well, you better start planning for the future. Well, not according to Jesus. 
I don't know what to say. I mean, it's good to think about your future and save money. and But if you put all your confidence in those things, they there's no... There's Moth no, can eat them and rust can destroy them. And they do. A, a lot of times they just... They just do. Yes. Insurance companies make most of their money from life insurance policies that never get found. That the moths <laughs> destroy them, and then when someone passes, the family has no idea they even had an insurance, insurance policy. And the insurance company isn't in the habit of searching high and it's low to here. find them. It's over here. <laughs> We've got to find the recipients of this. I'm getting far off stream, but I, I was in such a mood this morning. And so we just, my wife and I, read a psalm. Just picked Psalm 1 because it's the first one. And you're familiar with it. Blessed, or some translations say happy. It's, it can be translated either, either way. Happy is the man who does not what walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, the complainers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And that's one of those all capital Torah. lords yeah oh yeah i am and it's it actually you're right you could where it says the law of the lord it can be easily translated the teachings of the lord and since it's in all capitals it's the name in exodus 3 that moses asked what should i say your name is and he said tell them my name is I am. I am that I am. Ego I me. Ego I me in the Greek, yes. Which is the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Baptizing them, mm -hmm. identifying them. Mm -hmm. In the Ego I me. In the Ego I me. Uh, in John eight fifty eight, before Abraham was, I am. And that didn't go over well with the Pharisees who knew their Bible. Mm -hmm. They knew what he was implying. Yes. But there's a teaching about the experiencing God in the moment, the I am. That's really how you live your life. So it says his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on that teaching he meditates day and night. And it says that, I'm trying to go from memory, but doesn't it say he shall be like a tree planted, planted by the river? By the river. And if you grew up in the 70s like Steve and I, and you're familiar with rope swings, Amen. the tree that was right next to the water, yeah. it was higher than the other trees, yeah. stronger branches, and made great rope, rope swings. swings. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was our fun back yeah. in the day. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we had this one lake that was... <laughs> some big alligators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did that stop us? No, no. 
<laughs> we would make one person alligator look out. Yeah. Same here. Just alligators everywhere. And you might have one of those people that might think it funny to see an alligator <laughs> chase someone. No one ever got hurt. Nope. But the the tree planted by the by the river is just and I mean, who is the river of life? It's Jesus, right? It grows up, it's stronger. He should be like a tree planted by the river that bears its fruit in season. That's that keros word we, where we, remember we did that, where we don't look upon things that are seen, seen. but what is unseen, because what is seen is, is seasonal. 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 It'll pass. Temporary. It's temporary. It'll pass. But what is unseen is eternal. It's the I am. The one who sets his mind, who sits and walks and stands on the teachings of the I am, is blessed in all he does. And he's like a tree that prospers. So you're going through a rough season. Everything's going against you. But your mind is not on the circumstances. It was that scopos word, wasn't it? We scope out the unseen, the I am. We look for Christ in the situation and not the situation, all the bad things happen to it. Right. We look to see where Christ is showing up in the midst of the trial. We're not looking at the trial but we're looking at the manifestations of Christ in the trial, either in the people around us, he's going to manifest himself to help us get through the trial, or in us ourselves, he's going to manifest in us to make us shine and be full of patience during the trial and not embarrass ourselves during the trial. But these trials look for manifestations of either Adam, which we fail when he manifests, or Jesus, which we are successful when Jesus manifests. What I always wanted was, I don't want to go through the trial. Still to this day, I dread and avoid trials. And guard dog Steve had some, came up with some insight out of Isaiah 55, so I'm going to let him explain that, but I find this kind of funny. Everyone's familiar with this. If I quote the verse, I bet everyone out there will be familiar with it. But as a percentage, I bet it's a small percentage of people that know the next verse. As in like 1% or 0%. And I, I bet you, you've, when someone goes through something and they say, I don't understand why I'm going through this. I know, where is God in this? And people will quote this verse. And I bet, I bet you everyone's going to be familiar with it. Sadly, I think I've quoted it to people. But not quoted the verse after it. Right. So, well, first they do this. In case there's sin in your life, that's the first problem they look at. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. But if you have sin in your life, 
which isn't in the verse. It's implied. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and then, then he might have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will probably pardon. It actually says freely pardoned. Yeah. Here it is. Why am I going through this? For his thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are his ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways higher than your ways. And his thoughts higher than your thoughts. Steve, now that's the famous verse. That's the famous verse. You don't need to figure out God. His ways are not your ways. You just trust and obey. There's no other way. (laughs) Here's what the next verse says. And they're actually related. They're tied to each other. Okay. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields its seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It is not, it does not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy. We will go out in what? Let me look again. Yeah, J-O-Y. Joy. We'll go out in joy. We need its good news. According to the the Bible, yeah, but but we never get there. We just say But his ways are higher than ours. And you just have to accept it. Accept it. No joy. Yeah. But one day, someday, Mm -hmm. one day, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you'll get to heaven. Mm -hmm. But he'll make it rain on us and we'll be filled with joy. According to this passage, yes. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Are they higher than the the natural mind's ways or are they higher than the mind of the spirit's ways? Not higher than the mind of the spirit, higher than the natural man whom he was talking to in the Old Testament. So in one sense that true, the mm-hmm. natural man does not accept the things of God. Yes, and you're quoting First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 2. Yeah. But we have the mind of Christ. Again, quoting 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The natural man does not accept the things of God, for he is not able to. They are foolishness to him. But the spiritual man discerns all things. And what did we, what was that passage last week, We, last week's podcast we brought up about if then you've been raised with Christ in heavenly realms yeah which are higher than the earth mm-hmm. what does it say if then you've been raised with christ set your mind, mind 
your thoughts on things above. And we said it last week. I, it bears repeating. Doesn't mean if you've been raised with Christ, like an iffy thing, or no, it means since. Since it was a first class conditional clause, right? Meaning, if and you are yes. If you've been seated with Christ in heavenly places, set your mind on things above. That's where your thoughts come from, your mind, mm-hmm. and not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hid with Christ in God. Put to death whatever belongs to your earthly nature and allow the Spirit to give you life. And part of the Spirit giving you life is actually giving you understanding. Before we finish that, can we go back to Isaiah 55, the beginning? Sure. I think it's good to get it. Do you have that in front of you, or do you want me to yeah. read it? Yeah, I have it. What do you want me to read? Might as well go one through three. Yeah. Okay. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, just like a tree planted by the river. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money, without cost. That sounds like a new covenant. That sounds like the things freely given, maybe. Yes. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. That's what Christ said. I came that you may have life and have it in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies shown to David. A covenant that's built on God's mercies. I will make a new covenant with you, which is exactly what he did. He made a new covenant where we rely on the Spirit to live the Christian life, and we give the Spirit the credit for what the Spirit is doing through us and for the ways in which the Spirit is causing us to blossom as Christians. We give the Spirit the credit, and that actually stores us up treasures in heaven. We, we get a reward for giving the Spirit the credit. But it, it's a whole new covenant that he's talking about, and him sending down the word and it not coming back void, but it accomplishes what he wants is the same as all those things Jesus said about if you keep my words and my words abide in you, ask what you want and it will be accomplished. I'm coming to be in you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The, the word, word is tabernacled God. Among us. Tabernacled among us. Can, can you read that verse 1 again? Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. 
and you who have no money come buy and eat come buy wine and milk without money without cost it's available to everyone freely for free and that's what it says in first corinthians 2 he gave us his spirit so that we might freely know all the good things that were given to us those things that are above our human intellect as high as the heavens are above the earth so his ways are higher than ours who can know them but we have the spirit so that we know the thoughts of God because it says in 1 Corinthians 2 who knows the thoughts of God except the spirit that is from God and we have the spirit of God that's what it says in the very next verse and you have received the spirit from God so that you know what is freely given to you the, the, the passages are, are just parallel in so many ways it's not funny and just with the Colossians 3 we, we went over I'm thinking of Jesus' words I think it's in John 12 unless a, a seed falls to the ground and dies it bears remains a single seed but if it dies it bears much fruit when Jesus died we died with him. That's what Colossians is saying. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you, what? Die. Don't you know that all of us who were identified with Christ were identified with his death? So the, the old man of us is the one that we're trying to understand God's ways and thoughts and can't with that mind because they're higher they overthrow knowledge you remember the verse that says overthrows human intellect Huperbalo Huperbalo yeah how high and how wide and how long and how deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that is, is higher, higher than, than knowledge. knowledge overthrows knowledge overthrows knowledge it really does say higher than knowledge yeah when it comes down to it We've got surpass in our modern day versions, but Huperbalo is overthrows knowledge. It goes higher than knowledge can, human intellect can go. So truly, it is true, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your way, declares the Lord. That's absolutely true about the natural man. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so ominous. Oh, it's, yeah. But it, it's such good news because he did make that new covenant where he places his spirit within us. It it doesn't stop there, though. Right. But it always stopped there with me. Mm-hmm. It was like, come on, Bill. Mm-hmm. We can't figure out God. His ways are higher than our ways. Mm. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Oh, that's how it was when I would try and read the Bible. I went everywhere trying to learn what the Bible was. And I went to so many pastors and listened to so many pastors. And, and I would say, I don't know the Bible, but I I can tell that you don't either. And it, it just, I, I kept looking for somebody who might know the Bible a little bit. And luckily my prayers got answered. For both of us. Yeah, my thoughts are not your thoughts. They never will be. The, the, you know, beating a dead horse here, but 
how amazing is that Colossians passage? For you died and your life is hid with Christ in God. Set your mind on things above. Boy, we got another cliche for that one. Don't be too heav- so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Man, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like an anti-verse. <laughs> <laughs> Set your mind on things above. Oh, don't do don't that. Do You'll be too heavenly minded mind. then. Yeah, no, we want to set our mind on things above. We want to. That's where your earthly good comes from. Exactly. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of heavenly lights, in whom are no shifting shadows, James 1 17, I believe. Those perfect gifts are what we set our mind on. The gifts that come from above, the spiritual blessings that cause us to walk the exemplary Christian life are what we set our mind on, not on our determination or our willpower, but we set our mind on the spirit that was placed inside of us when he made that covenant with us about putting his spirit in us to cause us to live the Christian life we always hope for. The heavens are higher. That's where our thoughts come from. And Paul says in Colossians, we're seated there. Unlike David in Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We don't start out walking. We start out sitting. And until you get the idea that Christ is your life, you might as well keep sitting. And then you can walk in the mind of the Spirit, as Ephesians goes on to say, and then you can take your stand in the mind of the Spirit. And the mind of the Spirit is his thoughts and his ways are are made known to us. And back to where you started, the, the bread and the wine that are for free. His thoughts are just freely given to us. Probably repeating things, aren't it? So as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, and it yields its crop, like Jesus said, 30, 60, or 100 fold. So my word goes out from my mouth, It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And you will go out in joy. And you will complete your joy. Yeah, make my joy complete Complete. by being like-minded, right? By being, yeah, by heavenly-minded. Shining the Spirit. And and that's what he said, my words. And you have to realize that in this new covenant, my words come from him who is in us. It's not my words from heaven all the way down to earth on a big megaphone or something like that. It's his words that are spoken through you and I in the 21st century as we carry light 
treasure in earthen vessels, the spirit of God in us who speaks through us and his words do not come back void. Our human words come back void, but his words, when it's the spirit of God through us, that's why Jesus said, abide in my word and let my word abide in you. His words, if you continue in my words, not speaking your own human wisdom words, it's all about this covenant that he said, I'll make where I'll freely give you all of the spirit that you need to live an exemplary Christian life and get an A for the day for your life. Paul and live said, it in the moment. Paul said, I'm convinced of this one thing, that he who began a good work in you will carry that good work on to the day of completion. That is good news. That is good news. And it takes the the cause and effect out of it. That, that tripped me up so bad. I would, you know, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. What, check your life for sin. Confess all your sins. What'd that do? Put my mind back on me again, on earthly things. If I could just, if I could just stop doing this, then maybe the spirit would be, maybe the spirit would flow in my life. I, I always thought that his spirit was with me. Then I did something, slipped up or something, and did something bad and then his spirit departed but I could get the spirit back until I slipped up again and then the spirit departed and that was just a very schizophrenic way to to live the Christian life and as far as understanding that's the norm (laughs) for the Christian life that is the norm for the Christian life it's very schizophrenic it is yeah, there's no surety or consistency to anything in your life. There, there isn't. It, it, your whole Christian life is a hodgepodge. It, it just goes around. You, you're like Peter. You're like Peter. Yeah, it gets a, a revelation. That's what, you're a Yahoo. That's it. You become a Yahoo. Half the time you get it right and the other half you don't. Exactly, you're you're the Messiah, and then I'll have your back. Just completely opposite thoughts, schizophrenic. Yeah, and it's if you have that as a mindset, as opposed to set your mind on things above, you're setting your mind on things below, on earthly things, which is where he says, "Don't don't set your mind on." things below because why you died and your life is present tense hid with Christ in God well I'm I'm not dead I'm right here no set your mind on things above for you died I didn't die according to the mind of the spirit According to the thought that is not your thought and the way that is not your way, Jesus came down, lived a perfect life, and died to pay for every sin you would ever commit in your life. 
Yes, you died. You died. Get your mind lives. off of yourself. Get your mind off of trying to determine some cause and effect religion that's going on and making you bad things happen to you. And stop with the idea that, well, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Yes, they are, because you have, what, the mind of Christ. You don't have to live in that schizophrenic, I don't know what's going on, what is God doing? Okay, his ways are not my ways, his thoughts are... But you know his thoughts, you have the mind of Christ. You know his ways, because it's the way of the Spirit. That's why you start out sitting and not walking. Once you you grasp that... the idea that you're seated in heavenly places, that's, for lack of a better word, positional truth. I never liked that term. It's not just positional truth. It is the truth. It really is. It's God's truth. It's the way God sees it, and we better agree with it. I'm not, I'm not one to call God a liar. Put it that way. He said, yeah. I died and I was seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. And I'm not going to say to him, no, I didn't. You can believe it or not, mm-hmm. but it still says, it still stays true even if you don't believe it. Right. So you might as well accept it by faith because that's what we're supposed to believe. Your whole earthly life was already lived out in, God, in the mind of God. Everything you did wrong was paid for by Jesus when you died. Even making it a step better, um, everything your old man did was paid for. And when we say did, it was done 2,000 years ago before you did one of those things you done did. Done did. (laughs) (laughs) Done did them, dude. <laughs> you done did that, dude. It's <laughs> funny. Before you even done them, yeah, you did them, yeah. But you done them and did them, and God saw them and identified with them and, and put them down as past tense, and even put though them they're down. very much present tense in, in your mind. And so now you do not have to live that Adamic Adam life. No. You can live the life of the mind and the spirit. What is the mind and the spirit? Isn't it the rain and the snow that come down and water the seed and make it produce fruit? Who is the seed? Christ is the seed. He already said that in John 12, right? Mm-hmm. Job did have one smart guy, or one guy with wisdom. It turned out to be the young guy, Elihu, when all those people were... Quoting him, well, Job was probably before any of these books. But what was their, what was their philosophy? Job, all these bad things happen to you. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are your thoughts. But what we're going to tell you, here's what God's thinking. You must have done something really, really bad, Job, to, for all this calamity to happen to you. Isn't that what we hear now? Yeah. Sin in your from, from Sunday to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, from five o'clock in the morning till midnight, that is what you hear all day long on TV. Fix fix your problems. Stop it, sinning. Yeah, yeah. And he God is punishing you. 
God is punishing America. How about that one? Oh, gosh. All the time you hear that. Mm. God will have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Sounds so good. But How does that jive with your sins in lawless deeds? I will, I will remember, remember no, no more. more. I will make a new covenant where your sins in lawless deeds, I will remember no more. Did he make a new covenant or not? You can't have it both ways. Talk about a double-minded That's man. That's schizophrenic. <laughs> and what is a double-minded man? Mm-hmm. Unstable in, in all his, his ways. ways. And Don't be that guy. No, no. And, 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 right. Double, I was that guy. <laughs> double-minded was one of the only Christian terms that Christianity made up. They made up this term called double-minded where it's talking about the mind of the flesh and the mind of the spirit. And only Christians had this term, but they say you're double-minded. You should not expect to receive anything. None of the rain and the snow that comes down, comes down on the natural man. He doesn't receive those thoughts. If you equate the rain with uh, profound thoughts from God, he doesn't receive those thoughts. But the spirit man does receive those thoughts. And in James, it says you must believe and not doubt because the person who doubts is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. He should not expect to receive any wisdom from God. It's the mind of the spirit is what James is talking about that receives the things of God. The mind of the spirit receives the things of God, which is what Guardians of Grace talks about solely. It's our one and only subject to be to tell the truth is walking by the spirit, because that's the one subject of the new covenant. The new covenant says, I make a new covenant where we all walk by the spirit's power and not our own human willpower. It's the spirits that it's his ways, and it's the spirits' thoughts. Yes. Just to conclude, man, that that really blessed me, Steve. It lifted me out of that natural mind set that I was in this morning. I feel a little more heaven than than the earth right now. The cares of the world seems to have gone away, and I feel. Like the presence of God, that the he- it feels like heaven on earth. That's what he said. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God has come upon you. Change your mind. You are close to the kingdom of God. He would say to certain people. Some people enter it by force as they tore through the roof and lowered down the paralytic man. They were entering the group that was with Jesus, which is a form of the kingdom of God. They were entering it by force. And we can enter it. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We can enter the kingdom of heaven 20 times a day. And according to the next sentence that follows, sin's not an issue. All who serve in this way by the Spirit are what? Pleasing to God and pleasing to men. 
men around you. The yeah. people around you. You can finally please the people around you. Just let the Spirit do it through you. Do you want me to close us in prayer? Yes. Could you? Okay. Yeah. Father God, it's the Spirit who pleases the people around me. It's the Spirit who pleases the people known as the guardians of grace, the guard dogs. Help us all remember that. The Spirit is pleasing the man born on the driver's license is not, even though he tries real hard to be pleasing. Help us all remember that, Lord. It's the Spirit that pleases the people around us. It's the Spirit that you're pleased with also, but the Spirit pleases the people around you. The human willpower falls short as hard as it tries. Just allow us to take root in that one thought, Father. It's in your Son's name. I have the boldness to ask you for these things. And like it said, if you're speaking my words, I will accomplish these things for you. Amen, Lord. We love you guys. Yes, we love you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.